welcome to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Mel. And Mel's a little nervous. I said, what are we going to talk about? And then I just press record. Mel, read us in and you'll find out. Okay. It's sometimes more exciting that way. Welcome back to the Strong Family Project Podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. I'm going to go off on one of my rants this week. Mel and I were chatting about some things on a walk. So she's familiar with us talking about this and that we were realizing that we were making, we were leaning too far. It's an easy way of saying we were making a mistake. We began to focus a little bit too much on what we're not and not who we are. And what I mean by that is we're looking at, oh, we're not going to, be a part of that, like all this new stuff, all this political stuff. We started like looking at and reading this too much. And I want to share this with you because I see it a lot and it can be a, a spiral. When we start focusing on like all these things that we're not, and we're not focusing on our core values and who we are and defining that for our kids. So when our kids were driving down the road, we see a group, oh, we're not like them, they're wrong. Or like, we will never do that thing. We're talking about all the things we're not, but we're not defining what we stand for as a family. Yeah, I do feel like we've been a bit off lately in in that regard and focusing. I think part of it, though, is going back to school, you're suddenly hearing and seeing a lot of different people's values that your family may or may not agree with. And the kids come home with that. This kid said this kid said that I saw this in the parade, whatever the case may be. And it's very easy to start complaining and just focusing a lot of time on the things that we're not. It's almost easier to, to go there than to, than, than to put the intentional effort towards refocusing on what we are. So yeah, that day we were walking, and you just happened to say that, and I was like, something clicked. I'm like, that's our problem. We're spending too much time on these things that are not who we are, and we're almost indulging in that a bit too much instead of refocusing on our core values and, and really hitting that home with the kids. So as the kids brought in more challenging questions about, like Mel said, this child, no, there's one child that's friends with our middle son who just knows too much for his age. And he's like, don't you want to tell kids everything? Nope. I want them to be able to be kids. I don't want to burden them with adult politics and adult beliefs. They should be allowed to be a child. And in this family, they would, tell the child too much and then that child with social currency like i know something and go to school and then talk about all this stuff from politics to to sexual behaviors to things like that and when our child would come home and tell us thank goodness it would because we have the communication system set up it was always like we're not like that we're not like that family what we should be saying is here's our core values and instead of us running around to put out all these fires so here's what we do stand for and let the kids filter it a little bit better and provide them that strong way to look at if a child's bringing something to them, they, our kids can filter them through their core value and decide to believe it or not. They can bring it to us, of course, if it's something new. But that way they're empowered to make decisions for themselves because they know who they are and what they stand for, which is critical for self-confidence, which is critical for being able to stand up against things that they'll hear and see when other kids are just like testing the waters. Like don't get... Don't get persuaded. Don't get blown around by every wind that comes your way. Because a lot of these kids don't know what they stand for. So they're just all testing it out. If we tell, take the time to teach our kids what they stand for through your family's core values, and you can pick. We're not even telling you what your core values should be. They just go through the process and identify them for your kids. 
then the, the child will know how to respond in those situations. And this really did play out for him because we've had this conversation before about this particular friend and we want to teach our kids how to problem solve and think critically. So instead of saying, we will not allow you to hang out with this kid anymore. Now, I understand there are cases where you have to be extreme like that and just put, what is that called? Put your foot down. Put your foot down. I was thinking a hammer. <laughs> anyway, Karate put your foot down. Over okay, here. Well, I know. YouTube. Put my hand down. Um, you need to put your foot down. However, when you have an opportunity to teach them, like this is what our family's about. It sounds like this kid doesn't quite fit our system of values. What are you going to do? How are you going to think about this? And we've had this conversation with him for six months on and off. And then they had this field trip come up where they're going to be spending the night and they get to write down who they want to, who they want to be tent mates with. And he actually told us specifically, hey, I like this kid, but I don't want him as my tent mate because I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to have to listen to the things he talks about. And that was really, he made the decision on his own, but that was with our guidance, showing him what we're about, what our family's about. And uh, I really, that was like a real proud moment. A lot of times in parenting, you don't get a lot of, those moments where you're like, the kids will come to you and say thank you or something. You just have to look for those times where you're like, yeah, what we're doing is working. Because we saw that he thought critically based on our family values. And you're right. There is a huge pitfall in parenting when you forbid a kid to do something. That is the last resort. You may need to use it. However, this is behavior psychology. It is in the book Influence by Robert Cialdini that when you tell someone they can't do something, especially at that age, they're more likely to do it longer. If you tell your daughter, hey, don't go out with that guy, they have studied that those relationships last longer and usually at the end they're like, wow, that relationship would have been over in a few weeks, but my parents told me I couldn't and ended up going on for eight months. And so there is studies, or there are studies and there is behavioral psychology around this that when you come out swinging hard with that, oh, you can't do that hammer right off the bat, then it could be a detriment. So how you avoid that is to sit down and identify what you stand for core value process, episode one of the strong family project podcast, because we think it is critically important. You can see 50 examples of core values and ours and our process. If you visit strongfamilyproject.com, it's a free download right from the website called strong family path core values. Number one, we'll teach you how we did it. If, if you don't have that done, but once you get those core values established, then you can manage your family so much easier than using those extreme examples of punishment or forbidding a child to do something because it usually doesn't work. And another example of how this really does, if you really adhere to the path and your kids become part of your routine and they're a valued part of this whole process, and they will start to hold you accountable. So the other night, my oldest son mentioned to me, he's at the family meetings lately. We haven't been setting our weekly commitments. And if you listen to the episode on goal setting, we set a weekly commitment that inches us towards our annual goals. And I was like, well, you're totally right. We've just forgotten it. So then I ended up typing up like our family meeting procedures so we can just go point by point, make sure we don't forget it. Because the fact that my son brought it up, he saw that we were lacking something he's trying to nudge us back on track. And now when we have the meeting, I'm going to give, I'm going to praise him for doing that, for getting us back on track. So I think the more you focus on what you are, the kids might even point it out to you as like a tough truth. Spend more time talking about who you are than who you aren't. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strong Family Project podcast. Big one coming up for you next where we just sat down and had our 90-day meeting. We'll give you the exact procedure on how we use that to get ultimate clarity and a direction for our family.